Have you ever considered the impacts of your past to your present or ever considered just how connected your life is with others? Hello, I'm Naomi, the host of Letters from the Chosen podcast. In this podcast, I share key moments from my childhood of how I went from life in rural West Africa to life in the United States. And I hope that by sharing my story, you get to see just how intricately involved God is in the details of our lives. In each episode, I hope you will take the time to reflect about your own past and be inspired to share your own story. Please share any insights you gain and let's grow together. I look forward to you joining with me each week. Let the story begin. The Clockmaker There was yet another change on the horizon. The Jones and I were getting established into our various routines. George and Ruth Jones were serving at the hospital and I was attending school. I was enjoying living with them and feeling quite content, especially under the watchful eye of Amma, my Sunday school teacher. Until one day, Amma sat me down for a conversation. She explained to me that there was a woman in the United States who wanted me to live with her and her family. She said this lady would also be my new mom. So I wasn't just temporarily visiting. I was going to become part of her family. I'm not sure what thoughts or questions were racing through my mind in that moment, or even just how much I understood. This was a very different type of conversation than the ones the adults in my life usually had with me when I was going to live with another family. So I would say I was intrigued and hopeful especially about the idea of getting a new mom. That idea still sits in my memory today. My new mom-to-be sent me gifts, and her children also sent me little handmade gifts. This might have been the first occasion in which I had ever received a gift. I had a feeling I was going to like my new mom, and like my new family too. I was looking forward to meeting you more and more with each day. I had no idea what your name was or what you looked like. I knew you were in America and that was about it, but I didn't know where that was. The Jones would take photos of me wearing the gifts you had sent and then mail out those photos to you. I wonder what you thought when you first saw me. There I was, this little girl, cheesing with a big gap between her two front teeth, looking back at you. Thank you for being so brave to take on this bundle of energy that I was. I remember being told of your coming, that you were going to come to Ghana to get me. I knew that everything was going to be different in this next chapter of my life. Not only did you not speak my language, but you did not live in Ghana. This was going to be a whole new territory, and I had no idea what to expect. I couldn't have imagined it, even if I tried. So there I was, waiting, hopefully, excitedly, and nervously for the day you would come knocking on the door. Was this the right path for me? 
we'd have to meet each other to find out. I remember asking you later how you heard about me all the way in the U.S. I remember you sharing the story of how you initially heard about me at your Bible study. You and then dad-to-be were gathered at one of the members' homes for your usual Bible study. The group shared that the Jones had a little girl living with them who needed a home because they were getting ready to move to their next location in Namibia. The Jones were one of the missionaries your church sponsored. When you entered the car to depart from the meeting, you turned to Dad and told him that you thought I was supposed to live with you both. Dad responded with, What little girl? That part always makes me laugh because Dad completely missed the moment. That did not deter anything, though. You both quickly answered the call and began to make space for me in your home. How were you feeling in that moment? Were you nervous? Were you excited? You'd never met me before or even seen me, just merely heard of me. Your family was already complete, so it would appear. Yet you quickly began making provisions and the necessary accommodations for me to live with you. I didn't know it then, but it was you, Mom, who had enrolled me into school to help prepare me for life in the Americas. That was such a wise idea, and I thank you for it. Although it didn't go as well as I had expected it, it did help get me acclimated to being in a school environment. Later, I remember learning about deist beliefs in class. The deists believed that God created the clock, which was the universe, and then he set it into motion. Afterwards, he departed and left it to run on its own. But that's not my understanding. God may be the clockmaker in their narrative, but he operates differently than described. He intentionally created the world out of love in order to take part in his creation. He desires to be a part of our lives. It is us who move outside of him. In the Bible, God states, You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. I wasn't even seeking him, yet he rescued me from an uncertain future. God used you and dad to help to meet my needs. Our God is so gracious to us that even when we don't have a relationship with him, he still works on our behalf. We have to be led to know that the things occurring in our lives are not just mere happenstance, but they are orchestrated by the Creator. It's easy to categorize things as just chance. God was at work in our lives. He's always been at work in all of our lives from the beginning. It's just that this time He had made such a bold move that we could not deny his hand at work. God the clockmaker 
diligently works to tweak his creation and restore it back to himself. But he's more than just the clockmaker. He's the father who loves his children and makes provisions for them when they have no way out.